Nikita's started laughing already, and she's trying to control her laugh. Yeah, because the feedback that we have received. No, everyone loves Nikita's laugh, but it's so, like, what is the word? It's so, like, bare. Dorky? It's not dorky. It's just, like, you can instantly recognize it. And, like, everyone's just, like, I love, like, everyone just knows. They hear that laugh in the beginning. They're, like, that's Nikita. I'm trying to revamp my laugh, y'all. So Your laugh is fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, hey, guys. We're back. But this time, we're together. <laughs> Um, yes, I don't know if we ever really said this, but the past few episodes when we recorded them, I was at my parents' place in New Jersey, but now I'm back in Dallas and we're recording our first episode in person. Yes, it's so exciting. Finally get to see her after like months. Yeah, like, like five, five-ish months. Yeah. yeah. Insane. Life's been crazy, but. But here we are. <laughs> surviving. Amen. No, life's been good. Life's. I think it's a good time, good period to acknowledge our blessings. Amen. That's very true. And like we should definitely be grateful for where we all are right now and the fact that we're all healthy and... 100%. Yeah. You know, good. <laughs> it's so funny recording this in person. Right? It's like I see... Because it's like we're talking to each yeah. other, yeah. but it also is like... I don't know. It's a weird... We're anyway. like right next to each other. Anyway, okay, um, today's episode, mm-hmm. we wanted to talk about a book that we both have read recently. Yeah. Um, it's called The Defining Decade. I'm sure many of you have heard about it. I feel like it's a very, very popular book, especially for people um, in our age groups, like early 20s. Um, everyone's always like, you have to read this book. And I genuinely thought it was going to be one of those like cliche books that, again, everyone's like, you have to read mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I'm not even being dramatic. This I feel like this book changed my life. Like Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Okay, maybe I'm being a little maybe I'm being a little dramatic. But it was like a very, very good read. Mm-hmm. Um totally agree. And I don't I think the thing is like it didn't tell me anything new. Yeah. But it did a really good job of summarizing everything that I've been feeling mm-hmm. in like a very like eloquent way. Yeah. That's true right yeah like did you did you feel like did you do you feel like you learned anything new from the book that you didn't know before not really I feel like it kind of helped us answer questions that we might have had mm-hmm. or like kind of helped us some like wrap up how we kind of felt and it kind of I guess it kind of like reinforces how we feel, feel. when we're in our 20s exactly because I feel but like it's also like a guiding light like kind mm-hmm. of guides us like, like how to work through that exactly yeah. and like I think for me the thing that I really appreciated was just seeing so this book is pretty old like I think it came out in like the early 2000s right yeah, yeah. um so it's like definitely over 10 years old this book yeah. but it's just the fact that like what I'm feeling right now is not unique to me like I was able to see that like these are these are things that so many other people are feeling and have been feeling for so long like this is just something that happens to everyone at yeah. this age you know yeah exactly yeah um so the book is kind of just like broken out into different parts um of your life I yeah. guess like there's work. like there's work there's like love yeah. And then there's brain and body. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. It's like, it says it's three parts, but technically I guess it's four, but they put brain and body Body together. together. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I feel like the part that was the most, 
the parts that were the most, I guess, relatable for me were the career and the love aspects. Yeah, same. Yeah, did I'll you feel same. the same way? Yeah. And with the brain and body, I felt like that part was very self-explanatory. We're, we'll go into it more as we, like, talk about the book through this episode, but it, it was definitely <laughs> a lot more. Maybe we shouldn't record in person. I just made Nikita <laughs> drop something. Um, it's definitely, um, the brain and body part is very self-explanatory. Kind of, it's very common sense. But that's awesome. Wait, actually, okay, wait. So just this quick little thing uh-huh. on like self help books in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're all super common sense. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I feel like every self help book is just like things that everybody already knows. No. But it's like either in the back of your mind, yeah. or even if it's not, it's like things that like it's like perfect world. You know, because yes. I feel like like yes. okay, like I haven't read this book, but the book um the subtle art of not giving a fuck yes, uh-huh. like i feel like that whole book like everyone knows that you should think like that but after like 23 years it's like gonna be so hard for you to actively condition your yeah. mind to start thinking like that mm-hmm. so i feel like again it's common sense and like you're reading it and you're like yeah yeah like that makes so much sense but then it's like you have to actually make the effort to mm-hmm. like you know exactly change your entire mindset yeah and i've actually read that book the subtle art of not Mm -hmm. giving but (laughs) it's like i'm not sure if we're allowed to say these words on episodes but um yeah so i've actually read that book and she's right it's a lot of common sense and you read the book and you're like oh yeah like that makes sense but it's a lot of reprogramming your mind to Mm -hmm. think that way and to honestly it's reprogramming your thoughts and emotions and I mean, I'm sure y'all know how hard it is to start telling yourself to start feeling a certain way or start mm-hmm. thinking a certain way, and it's tough, and that book really helps you with that, but at the end of the day, it's all about how you do it and how you think. Yeah, and, and I feel like, program. I honestly, I feel like majority of people, they read books and like, they feel so accomplished because mm-hmm. they've read it, but then they don't realize that they have to actually Quiet. start, exactly. you know, doing things differently now. Yeah. Um, and I'll be honest, this book helped both of us start applying stuff like this in our lives. Yeah. Like, I will laugh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> as soon as I like finished reading the book, like I just... I just felt really, like, motivated, yeah, I guess, same. to, like, get mm-hmm. shit done, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Because we're both in our early 20s. Yeah. We haven't hit our mid We yet. have not hit I'm, the mid. I'm hitting mid soon, Ooh. but um, we're still in our early 20s. And, honestly, this is a great book for people that are starting out their 20s. Or, honestly, even if you're in your 30s. Like, I have friends that are, like, a little older than mm-hmm. me. And, like, they they're kind of like that end of their 20s mid uh, like early 30s and i've told them honestly like it's not too late to start reading this book because it has such good you know uh aspects of life that you should take into account yeah you know when it comes to work love and just you know your brain and your body but yeah let's dive into it <laughs> get it um okay so did you have i don't know for so work was one of the first topics that came up yeah. in this book and that was like the main you know topic and there's a bunch of subtopics um so i guess one of the thing like one of the um i guess one of the words that stood out to me was identity capital Ooh, yes I was gonna identity say, capital yeah. yes okay and but i feel like that applies to everything, to everything. okay so everything. you can just explain what it is yeah so identity is capital is basically a collection of our personal assets so that could be um, investments we make in ourselves, 
um, the things we do well, the things we don't do well, you know, the things that go on our resume, such as degrees, jobs, you know, test scores or any clubs we're in, any, you know, volunteering we're part of, um, you know, how we do things, where we're from, how we solve I would everything say like, about us. Yeah. So I feel, I would say like identity capital, like the easiest way to describe it is like your brand. Yes. You know? Yes. And brand. I, I throw yes. that term around. She does. Like, that is like my phrase. Like I'm yeah. always like, this is so on brand. Yeah. Like I'll do something and I'm like, this is so on brand. <laughs> that you know? Literally her. Oh my God. But yeah, okay, that part of the book definitely stood out to me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically the author was kind of saying how like in your twenties, like you're supposed to be like building skills that add to your identity capital yep. and like mm-hmm. that eventually will like speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And know? that's true because every day or like every time you're learning something you're reading a new book that's what you're doing you're you're literally adding to yourself you're Mm -hmm. adding um you know thoughts or the way you see things or just new knowledge whatever you're doing you're adding knowledge day by Mm -hmm. day and you know even like that random general knowledge fact that you learn about how pandas eat bamboo or something (laughs) like that that's you adding to your identity um capital because that's just you learning and you're adding to yourself so after I read the book, I actually um, recommended it to a really good friend, mm-hmm. and she started reading it. And when she got to the identity capital um, part, she was just like, "Dude, like now I'm stressed because I'm like, what's part of my identity <laughs> capital?" And I was just like, "Honestly, like makes you think, dude. No, it, it really, really makes, makes you think. think." And like, so when I read that, mm-hmm. so they talk about it in the career section, so they're yeah. very much applying it in like a professional environment. But yeah. of course, it I like you know that applies to all aspects mm-hmm. of life. So I remember earlier this year, like, you know, early 2020, um, I was kind of just, I was reading some like random article Mm -hmm. and like one of the quotes in the article was like, everyone is looking for the right person, but no one's trying to be the right right person. And love that that quote quote just really stuck out to me because it really just made me sit down and think like, I was like, what do I bring to the table? So of course, when I read that quote and they were talking about like love, so I was Mm -hmm. like, I thought about it in like a, I guess like a relationship aspect, but it's like same concept with identity capital, just like in a professional environment, but it's really just like, you know, what do you bring to the table? And like, I mean... I kind of know, but I mm-hmm. I feel like that section of the book really just made me think and like, yeah, I was just like, and also, I guess like even just like thinking about like career and stuff, it's like if you know the skills you need at your like next move, mm-hmm. like you need to start working on those yes, skills now. Very true. I have so many friends that are like currently looking for jobs or, um, you know, they're just always constantly thinking about what they can do to better themselves because they're just trying to add to their plate mm-hmm. because they're either thinking about their next move or they're just thinking about how to get that next job or just get that new job, you know? And they're always like, oh, I'm doing this, this, and this, you know, so, like, I can add it to my resume or add it to my knowledge. And, I mean, they say this at our, like, they say this at my work and, like, they probably say this at your work too, but it's always important to be learning constantly on yeah. the job, at home, you know, always learn something and it's, it's important. Like I'll be like, I would tell her how, you know, I started reading the news a lot more because I want to start knowing what is actually going, going on, on and yeah. like, you know, start becoming more aware of my surroundings and the world around us. Cause that's important, you know, and that's you adding to your identity capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like another 
part of this chapter that like was I I know that this is not relatable to you, but wait, it's, okay, but let's it's re- see, let's see, it's relatable mm-hmm. for me. Okay, um, and honestly, I have a few friends that have experienced this too, okay. but um, this girl was just like, I didn't know I'd be crying in the bathroom at work every oh, day. Yeah, this is true. This is true. This is not relatable. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> cried. I'm not cried yet. Yes, I I have ne- I have luckily never cried at work. But I have cried because, because of work, yeah, and yeah. and it has it's happened when we started working from home. Mm. So luckily, nobody saw me do it. But yeah, definitely cried because of work. Um, I have multiple friends who have cried because of work. Yeah. A friend has started therapy because of work. Um, another friend is about to start therapy because of work. Like, yeah, um, work's tough, y'all. Let's be honest. Yeah, and it's like, um, what's it called? Like I, like when I first started or like I would say maybe like four months into starting so I kind of like finished my training and I was just like you know responsibility was starting to go up I could not like I would wake up in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. because I had a nightmare that I like messed up something at work and even like to this day like I genuinely like I would say in the past year and a half since I've started working like I do have like sleep problems like Mm -hmm. I can't like sleep through the night um I mean I don't really get nightmares or anything anymore unless it's like a very stressful time at work Mm -hmm. but like I think it's because um I think it's just like realizing that like what you do has an impact you know yeah so like um like if you think about it like when you're in college um you know whether you choose to study or not study you're the only person you're really affecting is yourself you know mm-hmm. like if you do well on a test or don't do well on a test like that's that's friend. literally on you you know yeah. but it's like when you're working at like a corporation mm-hmm. what you're doing affects, affects <laughs> yeah it affects the company True. and it affects like their bottom line and like your yeah. team and like there's so many people and it's just like that fear that you don't want to like mess, up. mess something up yeah. yeah but it's like I mean, I've made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I don't have, like, has, yeah, like, has. I definitely don't, like, think, I, I guess I don't, I just don't take things to heart mm-hmm. that happen at work. Like, if something bad happens at work, yeah, like, you, you need to find yeah. that um, balance. And that's mm-hmm. something that they talk about in the book as well. So I was like, okay, like, this is, like, really, really relatable. And I'm glad that I'm not the only person who feels that way. But, mm-hmm. you know, basically, they just emphasize how, like, you just can't take things that happen at work personally Personally. otherwise like your work week is gonna feel super long yeah um i agree and like honestly it also depends like i mean your the people you work with play a huge part in mm -hmm. how you feel about things at work or like how you do things at work yeah if your manager's on to you about certain things like okay you gotta finish this this, and this and they aren't willing to kind of help you out or Mm -hmm. kind of um understand what you're going through or how you're doing it it's, it's gonna you're obviously gonna be getting to like a certain mindset mm-hmm. when it comes to work and how you do things as compared to a manager that's a lot more personable and he kind of gets you know what you're going through and like i mean thankfully i haven't had like managers that haven't been understanding about mm-hmm. whatnot and like recently i switched teams and like obviously it's a lot more harder than like my previous team but it's up like like Bob and I was saying, it's all about you know separating your personal from your professional and not it's truly as hard as this sounds in COVID times, 
it's truly not taking all the work that you do at work home home which yeah. is so crazy. which is impossible <laughs> because we, we've all been working, working like a few home. feet away yes, exactly. from like where we do everything yeah, else and the thing is like what i've noticed that helps like i used to work in my room i stopped doing that yes i stopped it. Stop like doing that. the beginning of work from home yeah. i was like working like literally five feet from, yeah i would yeah. be working in my bedroom like yeah. literally five feet away from my bed yeah. and i know it was Such so bad for me yeah. and then i like oh. moved into like our study and like mm-hmm. i did like a i got like a monitor and like set up a nice work from home space yeah. and like just taking those yes. extra steps yes. to go sit in the study mm-hmm. and like when i'm done for the day like mm-hmm. i leave that room like yes. you need that you need that yes. like you need that physical separation yeah you do and it's like fine you're like okay like you're probably like in your study and then you go into your room Mm -hmm. but it literally makes so much of a difference on your mental health and like how you view things because once i go into my room that's it like Mm -hmm. work is work is outside the room yeah right that's why even in college they would say like don't study like in your bed i didn't i I regret it i was like i definitely didn't follow that i would like you know be doing stuff in my laptop like from bed really wish i didn't do that me neither um me neither but I mean, yeah, definitely now I feel like it makes like more of a difference. Yeah. yeah. But I was gonna Pro say, <laughs> but I was gonna say like back to the coworkers um, yeah. mm-hmm. comment. I feel like both of us have definitely been really lucky that yes. we really yes. like our coworkers. I agree. Like, I, agree. I don't like work from home because I don't get to see the see people them. that I work with because yeah. I feel like that they really make like make or break, dude. Well, yeah, make or break, but also, like, for me, Mm -hmm. like, if I'm working, like, 60, 65-hour weeks, Mm -hmm. like, I want to be doing it with people that make the time go by fast. But, like, I I mean, what can we do? Like, that's the situation now. Um, It is what it is. That's true. Fingers crossed. 2021 is the year. (laughs) Where we go back to the office? No, COVID leaves. Oh. (laughs) Yes. Wait. This is so random, uh-huh. but just because you said COVID leaves, you know, like all those tweets that are like, people are like, I can't wait for 2021. Like, I'm so ready for 2020 to be over. And people are like, do y'all think COVID expires on yeah, December like 31st? That. Like, exactly. Like, no, like, this is very much still going to be here, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just been so many other bad things that have happened this year. PSA, wear a mask, wash your hands. Were you saying those? <laughs> wait, okay. Okay. Oh my God. I keep going off on like random things. But last thing, um, me and Nikita... I had another friend went out to eat the other oh day. Out, okay. Outdoor seating, of course. Um, this girl literally... Do not regret. I do not she regret. She literally <laughs> made us like... We were essentially eating hand sanitizer. <laughs> okay. So... You can tell. You can tell the girls or you want me to tell the girls? That's how I was right. <laughs> She's um, so excited. I, met, I feel like we're the only ones who are going to think this is funny. But it's fine. So yeah, we went to this restaurant. Like It was outdoor seating. Um, basically it was pizza so they gave us like they gave us like the pizza to go and then they gave us um like paper plates and we sat outside and ate it um and they gave us the paper plates and then the guy like the server leaves and like nikita like make sure that like no one like that he's not watching because she didn't want him to get offended not the fact that like yeah so she like literally like has like spray hand sanitizer is like spraying like the napkins and like the paper plates that's all i sprayed i did not spray the pizza y'all that's all that matters we still 
somehow consumed it, I'm hey, sure. But you know what they did? I sprayed the hair and sanitizer and they started fanning their plates so because it dries. I, yeah, because it was wet. I wasn't going to put pizza on a wet plate, okay? And like, that literally reminds me. You make it sound like I doused it in hand sanitizer. I did not douse for the, it. For the theatric effect, I hope everyone thinks you doused it in hand sanitizer. <laughs> theatric effect. Oh um, but yeah, it like reminded me of when um, Trump was like telling everyone that you should like eat like what did he say <laughs> that you should eat like Clorox or, drink yeah drink like it or yeah whatever dumb thing that was so yeah. that's all that reminded me of it was like we're mm-hmm. consuming hand sanitizer. Safety. But okay, um, <laughs> I just went off on a bunch of random little things that I thought of. It's fine. Um, but ooh, my favorite part of the book, the love chapter. Oh, Oh my goodness! Let's go. Let's I mean, go. in general, I just I just love talking about things like this. I feel like you y'all saw hopeless it. romantic looking. I'm, I'm not a hopeless romantic. I'm a closet romantic. Because oh. it's like when you talk to me, like you would think that like I really don't don't give you two. two yeah. Yeah. yeah, like like there's definitely been guys that are like, do you have a heart? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she does, boys. Yeah, she does. Um, it's hidden inside. It's oh really, bro? Inside. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, obviously, if you guys listened to our last episode on our dating stories, this, yeah. is a, this is a topic that I'm very passionate about. She's so passionate. I know. And I just wish I could throw this book at every boy that like oh has God. ever I'm wronged dead. any girl that I know. I am dead. And there's so many of them. Like, true, true, true. Like, I'm going second that one. Like, I literally wish I could throw this book at them and be like, read these chapters. Like, at least, like, the love chapter, dude. Because it's like... Yeah. <sighs> like, literally, there's... Honestly, like, some men need the whole book. Let's be honest. Facts, some men need facts. The, whole, the whole book. Um... No, that's definitely true. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this chapter um, kind of just talks about. I mean, I it, feel like people. Uh, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm so like conflicted about this because I feel like okay. the. I've, okay, this is one Tell thing I. Oh, well, shut up! But you know I am. <laughs> so I feel like the one part of the book that I didn't completely agree with is that like. I feel like the author, like, was completely against, like, having fun in your 20s. Did you feel that, too? I, f- I got those vibes. Right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Cause I, so, basically, like, the way that the book is structured is, like, there's, yeah. like... She's, um... She's, like, a therapist? She's, yeah, she said something about that. Keep talking. I'll, like... She's, look. like... She, okay, so I think, like... She does, like, a lot of things. Like, she has, like, a PhD. Yeah. Um, and I, I think psychology, but, like... Yeah, she's a clinical psychologist. Yeah, so, yeah. like, the, so a lot of times, like, she... Like, the book is kind of structured around, like, her patient's stories. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in this chapter, like, a lot of, like, the stories were about people who were kind of just, like, you know, hooking up and mm-hmm. just, like, trying to have a good time. Yeah. And, like, she would keep trying to direct them towards, like, looking for something more, more secure. Safe. Yeah. Which and, makes sense, in a way. Because right, but I feel like I, I just don't remember how old these people were. Oh, yeah, they were in their 20s for sure. They well, were, like, obviously, but I don't remember. late 20s or... Okay, yeah, I feel like maybe if you're in your late 20s and you've been doing it yeah. for, like, you know, eight years or something, like... Hey, nothing wrong with that, but... But, like, people, right, but it's, like, I feel like if someone walked into her office and was, like, 21, 22, and then she was still trying to, like, mm-hmm. force, like, a serious relationship on them, I don't really know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's true. And honestly, like, like when you're like in your early twenties, you're still figuring yourself out. Like, 
when we were in our early 20s dude like we're still we were, we're 20, still we're still kind of early 20s but though remember but like when, when we just turned 20 yeah how old we're now like our mindsets were different what we're looking for was different you know mm-hmm. so and honestly we do like a whole 180 if you think about it <laughs> <laughs> we're in constantly life. growing yes true um but yeah that was the only thing that i was kind of like eh about um because i feel like i don't i can't remember if she ever did it like acknowledge the fact that like it's okay Mm -hmm. to like take your time with like relationships and like have fun and like figure out what you want you know Mm -hmm. um but i agree that like maybe there was i think there's like one story where like the girl just like knew that there wasn't potential with any of the people that she was dating but she was just like she was just like she i think I she remember this story. she just said like the i think the quote or whatever she was just like oh i just keep hooking up and hope hope that something will stick oh yes yeah, i remember this girl i remember this girl she would she would never look for anything serious like she would just keep no i think like she did want something serious Uh but like she wouldn't do anything about it like she would kind of just like you know float around and just like hope that something would like stick um but like the whole like thing um Mm -hmm. which this is like very i feel like our entire generation thinks like this because like dude literally like 30 minutes ago nikita and i were in the car talking Talking about about this and basically the thing is that like people feel like their career and their education that those are things that they can plan for Mm -hmm. if you guys hear music in the background um i like live in like a downtown and like my apartment you can just like hear people is that a cool car it's fine what happened yeah there's like a bunch of jeeps just like in a in a line just driving down the street yeah so i live in like a a poppin' area, I guess, and it gets loud. Um, I wish y'all could see this, but you know, sadly, this is a podcast, not a not a video podcast or something. This is so cool. Okay, sorry um, guys, kind but of yeah. sidetracked like always. <laughs> the huge, but yeah, basically, um, just how like our generation, like we believe that relationships and love are like out of our control, yeah. but we think that like education and career is things that we can plan for. Plan for yeah. um, and like that's not entirely true like you you have to like like yes things find you like unexpectedly but like you can't just like sit and like expect a relationship to fall in your laps you know like in your laps in your lap lap, yeah and obviously (laughs) takes two hands to clap right but (laughs) that's such a weird saying i was gonna say it takes two to tango oh (laughs) wait y'all have never heard it takes two hands to clap you know, you've never heard that? Okay, anyway, I'm gonna still use it. It takes two hands to clap, and at the end of the day, if the other hand doesn't want to clap, you can't do anything. <laughs> but you can still do your part in, like, trying to find yeah person that you match with. Mm-hmm. Going on to our next topic, matchmakers oh, versus deal, deal breakers. breakers. Yes, okay. You can explain this one. Okay, so I'm sure, like, a lot of people our age are always trying to, you know, like, check off boxes right mm-hmm. that's basically the easiest way to like talk about it checking off your boxes so that could be things like socioeconomic status education age ethnicity religion attractiveness attitudes values intelligence or political views and stuff like that but those are just matchmakers they're not 
Wait, I think you're no, saying no, 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 you're saying it wrong. You're excited. Sorry, y'all. Those are deal breakers. Deal Not breakers matchmakers. Being, yeah. yeah. Those are deal breakers. Deal breakers being, you know, these are non-negotiable. These are what needs to match for you to even. But see, like, that's what you think. But are they really deal breakers? That's what the book got me yeah. thinking. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, like, I just feel like I would never say somebody like, I'm trying to think of, I don't know, someone's, like, hobbies, Uh like, okay, so obviously, like, you want somebody where you can, like, enjoy each other's hobbies, right? Yeah. But, like, just because someone doesn't like the same things as me, like, that's not a deal breaker to me. Same. As long as, like, I feel like, and then I feel like the matchmaking aspect of that is them being open to wanting to try Try. something new. And being okay with it, yeah, Like, that matters so much more. Um, And I feel like, Honestly, okay, wait, did you feel like reading this chapter? Mm-hmm. This is like a like a lot of the ideas that she touches upon are things that your parents would say because that's how I felt. Things that my parents would say like, "Oh yeah, yeah." For them, like they have different deal breakers versus me, but they still have deal breakers, but matchmaking is compromising right and being okay yeah. with you know, mm-hmm. certain differences. But yeah, and then there was just like um there was just like this bit about how like it's harder to like meet someone when you're older because people are so set in their ways and it's how it's like kind of important to like meet someone at a point in your life where you can still grow together and I feel like my parents say that all the time I agree with that I mean I completely agree agree. with that yeah it's important to honestly like I mean I'm sure like y'all can attest to this and realize this too but like at the end of the day no matter what age you meet someone or whether it be friends or um you know relationship wise it's important to grow together it's important to you know feed one another different aspects of your life versus their life mm-hmm. but also you have to gel well you know like, yeah and matchmaker is personality exactly it's all of, about personality yeah. and i feel like your mindset you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i feel like the like the best people or like I guess the best guys that i've talked yeah, to yeah. like it's like even if our, like, day-to-day, like, interests and, like, things mm-hmm. were different, like, if we agreed on the big things, exactly. I, was like, I was like, this has potential, you know? Exactly, yeah. And that's what matters. Like, the big things are what matter. And because at the end of the day, if you really like that person, you're going to go do that hobby with them. They're mm-hmm. going to come do your hobby with you. Exactly. And it's just, yeah. like, like, I think the part, not even in this chapter, but probably that, like, stood out to me the mm-hmm. most, like, in this book was when she was, like, a happy relationship is not how compatible you are, but how you deal with incompatibility. Yes. Amen. And I was just like, heck yeah, like Very true. preach. Very like true. that's that was literally when I was like, I want to throw this book at every guy. <laughs> I'm crying right now. But also I feel like we're in that age bracket where guys are a little ooh. Yeah. No offense to all the good guys out there. <laughs> You know who no, you are. Yeah, but they say she says that in the book too about right. how like um most it's mostly men who are like not ready to settle down yeah. in their twenties. Yeah. Um Which is true. You know how many like there's so many guys that I know or my guy friends are like, I'm not gonna get married till mm-hmm. I'm twenty nine, thirty or like they're like, Oh, like I'm not gonna start looking for anything serious till I'm twenty seven. I'm like yeah, Excuse and then me? I think about like all the girls I know who are like, I want to be engaged by twenty seven, oh married girl, by twenty eight. I'm sorry. And I was like, okay, I think I think we need to like age difference. Yeah, <laughs> like, like age difference is the key to yeah. making these timelines work for like, everyone. What is this? 
but uh-huh. another thing so going back to the personality part right mm-hmm. i mean i've made i've made you take this i've made a lot of my friends take oh yeah okay, my friends as in like uh-huh. nikita and like two other friends are yeah. super into these personality okay, tests but because they like they actually like speak to you it's weird like they're actually very accurate. So I'll, I'll tell you one of the ones. I mean, I'm sure everyone knows the Myers-Briggs personality yeah. test. That's like the big five one. So openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. So these are the five big things. And they describe how people interact with the world. And um, I'll actually put this link in the description if y'all want to take it. because It's I, interesting for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Honestly, a lot of it was crazy accurate. Like, it really shows you how you interact with others and how others interact with you mm-hmm. and your strengths and your weaknesses. And honestly, it's, it's true. Like, I read mine. I'm a ESFPA. I don't think Bobner remembers mine. I do not remember mine, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was reading through that whole thing, and it's crazy accurate. Yeah. And you can use these personality tests to honestly understand how you interact with the other person mm-hmm. and how those people interact with you and how I, they think and how they process thoughts and feelings, which is crazy to me. Yeah. That there is something like that out there that helps you understand I just that. feel like realistically, like, no couple is going to sit down and, like, yeah. take this test together and be but like... But I recommend, I recommend Yeah, I just think, you know... I just think it's, like, I don't think you should take it and mm-hmm. then, like like plan Mold yourself yeah toward, toward it. yeah i don't know how i feel about that yeah. but i feel like if you take it with somebody and you like read their results like it'll help you understand them so much more yeah. and then maybe like subconsciously in the back of your mind you like act yeah. a little different towards them because i feel like i feel like i get that like with friends you know like yeah. you know like we definitely have like different ways of like showing affection and it's mm-hmm. like sometimes like i feel like even if that causes like a little bit of like a rift it's like you like realize you're like oh no like it's it's just because like we're not understanding like our i don't know like, like how we process things, things at the end yeah of the exactly and like that it's really what it comes down to yeah and the crazy thing that that we read in the book is so 50 percent of where we are on the big five is inherited through your parents but that just like makes so much sense yeah you it know? does like you've met my mom and yeah. you, you know me so like you can kind of understand like we're very similar in certain aspects obviously not in everything mm-hmm. but the goofiness and the super weirdness <laughs> the love su- you mom for listening to this but um the things i get from her are kind of like what i what how i am or like even like the things i get from my dad mm-hmm. you know it's very like honestly it depends on your parents no matter how crazy like how crazy it sounds like everyone is different at the end of the day yeah but you can't write off that genetics Mm-hmm. and biological factors play a huge part but i'm glad dude like i like my parents are like some of the best people i've yeah. met so if 50 percent of my personality Came is from, from them, them like thank you thank you thank you yeah. <laughs> but yeah we t- I, like, totally recommend taking this test and honestly like kind of like it'll okay. help you it'll help you understand yourself better yeah if, if you ask me yeah so for Nikita, take this test. But my, <laughs> personally, my favorite test is the five love languages. They oh, don't they don't talk yeah. about this in the book at yeah, all. They don't. But I think the five love languages is one. It's really easy to like yeah. understand the yeah. results. Yeah. Um, and two, it makes so much sense. We'll put that link too in the description. We'll just link them all. Yeah, we like literally we'll like we have all. a group chat where we've probably taken like fifteen of these weird <laughs> tests. They're not weird. They're real. They're just so long, and so they start to get yeah. repetitive. But I'm also just lazy, so you know. Yeah. And I'll leave y'all with this quote for this part of the <laughs> part of the book. So I read this somewhere. There's no right or wrong personality. There's just your personality and how it fits with the personalities of others, people. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I mean, like, 
I take this, I take this into account and like I tell people, like I'm always like, obviously like everyone's always looking for that spark and everything, which is fair, like even I am. But you know, if you like that person, don't just write them off because at the end of the day, just like, it's all about understanding the other person and them mm-hmm. understanding you. But I feel like you it's know? also like, you have to be at the point in your life mm-hmm. where you're willing to like, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's it, but that's maturity. That's that's, that's like, maturity. That, yeah. That's another topic. That, yeah, you know? that's why like, like right now, like no one's ready because no one is willing to think like that. Yeah. Which is again, why I want to throw this book at people. Actually, oh my God, I'm getting heated. Man, we need a promo stop. code for this book, bro. So people can get a discount. <laughs> Um, please enter chit chat on um that's not Amazon. a thing i i hope no that's one thing. yeah i was like i hope no one listening to this is like gullible just like don't listen to her um okay. yeah okay so let's move on to brain and body okay or, yeah no no go yeah um so this part of the book honestly i truly did not understand that much because it was like very like technical they're talking about um, the yeah nikita can explain I it but pre-med so i can explain just kidding i think that knowledge went out the door yeah no this part of the book was like really Mm -hmm. technical they were talking about like the frontal lobe and like all these stuff and i was like Mm -hmm. um i'm a business major i are not not not, uh, what is it oceans and volcanoes (laughs) yeah i had to take like two okay so i studied like i was in the business school in college so i had to take like science credits and i took earthquakes and volcanoes and (laughs) biology for business majors we love that oh so you took biology at some biology for business majors girl like it was we learned about like the scientific method oh okay never mind (laughs) i take that back what the heck theory hypothesis stuff like that yeah but it was still so hard that class that class was the first b i ever got in college wow and y'all, she just no. Bees are not her thing. <laughs> no, yeah, I know this girl. Um, um, okay, yeah. So Nikita can okay, deep dive. Okay, I will. This. I will try to deep dive as hard as I can. Let's see, guys. Okay, so um, one of the things that they brought up in this book is that people in their twenties usually take so they they process negative information harder. Like they take it more to heart, obviously, than like positive information mm. and. A lot of studies have shown that, um, you know, 20-something brains react strongly to negative information than do the brains of older adults. And this is because we have more activity in the amygdala, so which is where our <laughs> emotions lie. There's one of those lie. big words. Yeah, where our emotions lie. So, like, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Like, I mean, I mean, like, okay, so Bhavna's known me for, what, four or five yeah. years? Yeah, yeah, four or five years. And, like... I I mean I used to be so negative like so not so negative but it was like no I feel like you kind of had like um skeptical like I was very skeptical no I feel like when I first met you you were like super positive to the point where it was like naiveness and like mm-hmm. people took advantage of that mm-hmm. but then I felt like you became you did a complete 180 and became super negative yeah but like now you're like working on being positive positive yeah, yeah. and like I mean yeah that's what I'm saying like there was a part where like I took negative negative information or like negative um emotions very hardly or information that I got like whether it be like exams or like friends people you know it was very like something that was you know very hard for me but like or like I would think very negatively of things I'd be like oh like this is gonna go to crap again anyway you know it was very like that thought process but at the end of the day once again it's like reprogramming your mind yeah you know it's all about that reprogramming your mind and so they talk about this thing called a positivity effect where it comes with age, we become more interested in positive information and our brains react less strongly to what negative information that we do encounter. So, 
you know, as we get older, basically we have more control over um, our emotions. But this book also says that you ha- you honestly, it's, they basically say that you have to reprogram your mind to mm-hmm. like, which again have is control so difficult. Exactly. Like I know so many people that, you know, can't control their emotions, but that's, that's a crazy good skill to have, whether it be in the professional world, yeah. personal world, like your relationships, everything, mm-hmm. you know, and it leads to like they were saying, basically it leads to greater satisfaction, optimism, purpose, and overall better relationship with others, which is true. You know, mm-hmm. like I've had like, I'll be honest, like I used to not have that, like my emotions, I couldn't really control them. Like mm-hmm. if, if I was sad, I was sad. If I was mad, I was mad. You know, yeah. like, I mean, obviously most of the time if I was happy, I was happy, but like, <laughs> You know, it's like if you cannot control your emotions, sadly, you don't really get far. You, you this just is facts. This is so fast. Whether it comes yeah. to personal or professional, you don't get far. And like they mm-hmm. teach us, at, they teach us at my company. They teach us, you know, with like even relationships. And like mm-hmm. if you've you know gone to talk to a professional, you know, like it's all about under. You have to understand your emotions to process them and control them effectively. Yeah. You know. Um. And then, you know, there's also something that we have called the fixed mindset. And it's about how, you know, we're very fixed and... Oh, I feel like that's, like, a very common um, mm-hmm. topic where they talk about, like, the fixed mindset versus growth mindset. Yeah. 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 I feel like they talk about that in the professional place a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's another one of those concepts you can apply to, like, any aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's true mm-hmm. because people that are fixed, like... You can't be fixed, especially in the professional world, because everything's ever changing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's inevitable that, you know, like obviously your company's gonna use a new software. Your company's gonna, you know, okay, I'll take my company for example. We're switching from, you know, Skype to Microsoft Teams. <laughs> like, people that have been using Skype for God knows how long, you know, they're gonna have to make that switch to Microsoft Teams, right? Like, if you're fixed, obviously you're gonna try to avoid that. You're not gonna understand it. But if you're a growth mindset, it's you believe that you can change and that you can always succeed in whatever is thrown at you. And that's really important at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Once again, whether it be professional or personal. And that kind of goes back to um, matchmaking, you know? Like, you have to understand your the other person. And you have to understand that at the end of the day, you're going to grow. You're not, you're not, whoever you marry, you're not going to be the same. Like, they're never, they're not going to be the same person you married. Yeah. And... You literally sound like my parents. Yeah, my parents are like, they're literally like the person that you're like with. So my parents have been together for like over 30 years. They're like, the person I'm with today is not the person I married like 30 plus years ago. And I'm like, facts. Mm -hmm. But also, I guess my take on that is like, I mean, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to go off on a tangent, yeah, but like, yeah. it's just that like our parents had like a very different experience than we will, you know, like they mm-hmm. moved to a whole new country together mm-hmm. just when the only people they knew were each other. And they like had such like a, you know, crazy, like defining experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like grew together through that. And it's like, of it's course, so like true, yeah. we will too, but we'll never have to go through something as drastic as they did. So yeah. like, I feel like our growth will be a lot different Different. than theirs it's gonna be hella it's gonna be super different (laughs) they're not gonna like at the end of the day like i i mean i hate saying this but because i mean parents are great whatever but they're not gonna understand what we are gonna be going through because i mean no one knows what we're gonna be going through. yeah exactly no one knows we're gonna be going through you just have to find someone that yeah you know you'll be able to like work grow with yeah yeah like someone that you're like i can 
whatever life throws at me, I can take it on with this person. With this person. But I cried. I know, I was like, that was so senti. Oh my <laughs> that god, that was so senti. <laughs> yeah, but it's true though. Like you have to find that person. Yeah. Um. Do you remember the confidence part where they were basically talking about how it doesn't come from inside out; it comes from outside in, which I thought was crazy. And outside crazy. in. Yeah. Which I thought was crazy because what I, confidence yeah. comes from within. What do you mean it comes from outside, outside in? in? So it's not inside out; it's outside in. So, um. So this basically says people feel less anxious and more confident on the inside when they can point to things that they have done well on the outside. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I was kind of like, yeah, I, I had the same reaction. I was like, what? Like, I, like, what? I thought it's about how I think, whatever. Yeah. But at the end, like, this makes a lot of sense because, you know, this says real confidence comes from, you know, mo- like our, our successes, you know, mm-hmm. moments we've lived, things we've done, yeah. um, you know, like our hobbies, which is true. Like, mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, okay, if I can talk about my work really well, if I can, um, you know, I guess, you know, do what I want to do really well. Just, like, concrete examples. Like, if you can... Yeah. I guess if you can, like, um, solidify, Mm -hmm. like, your reasoning for feeling a certain way, it just makes it seem so much more valid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But basically, like, throughout the book, like, regardless of whatever chapter... um, they were like talking about sorry whatever chapter like the oh my god i'm not making any sense (laughs) let me try this again okay so yeah throughout the book like regardless of like what chapter um it was like the main theme was just like being really intentional intentionable intentionable intentional 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 (laughs) what is intentional oh my gosh this is like today like we were we saw another friend who for asymptomatic said asymptotic (laughs) asymptotic i died okay intentional yeah you just gotta be intentional about like what you where you want to be and what you need to do to get there um so like the big thing about that is just like having goals you know (laughs) and just like setting those obviously like will make you know setting them is just part of it but mm-hmm. it's like actively making like taking the effort to like reach mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. goals and it's just like and showing commitment at the end of the day yeah. to them and i feel like the scary part of like especially like your early 20s is like there's just it seems like there's just so much time mm-hmm. and there's just so much you need to do within that time mm-hmm. um and you just have no idea like how to manage it so it's um kind of just about like you know like everyone like should enjoy their 20s and like but if you want that happy ending whatever that may be for yourself be intentional (laughs) yes yes and kind of just like i mean going with the flow is great but like at the end of the day like you kind of you need to have a plan that's so true crazy (laughs) true (laughs) yeah i mean we're not saying don't do what you want to do at the end of the day like don't go with the flow like we're not saying that we're just saying okay like as long as you know what you want Mm -hmm. in life and if that's what you want good good for you but at the end of the day as crazy as it sounds have your end goal in mind yeah like where you want to end up exactly and and it might seem like oh look i'm only 23 i have so much time Mm -hmm. but it's like the time is gonna pass regardless yeah especially with covid right now (laughs) it's been passing way too quick yeah so it's just like kind of just knowing how to how you want to use that time Mm -hmm. but i mean the book goes into more body like issues 
about how you know like, oh, those freaking science yes. terms again honestly Dude. y'all it, honestly this part i'm gonna be honest it's kind of sad like it's yeah kinda, yeah, yeah yeah it really like i don't, I don't know it, like when we were reading it we we're kind of like oh my goodness mm-hmm. um it just talks about how like fertility in women peaks in yeah okay can 20s. we not get into that that's like kind of stress me <laughs> it's, out it's stre- yeah it stresses out we but like, i guess like right. i guess i'm not trying to have a kid right now though like, yeah so, but i think this chapter like where she goes into all this like mm-hmm. hard facts is like but she but it's because she's like backing up everything she said in the previous yeah. chapter yes because oh she's like because she's like you know i don't want to seem like i'm like putting you in a rush to like yeah do certain things but it's yeah. because there's like science backing it but yeah. again though that's a hot take and i don't want to like get into that yeah. right now. honestly it's it's hard and like being indian americans like a lot of parents that we have that are our parents age like they have kids at much younger ages because Dude. that's how it was back then yeah but now it's totally different we can't really I mean, they can't force it on us. We can't really force it upon mm-hmm. ourselves because we have things to do. We have different priorities, different yeah. goals. Just life's just different. Again, yeah. it just all comes back to like understanding. Yeah. Um, but I think that's honestly like a pretty good summary yeah. of the book. Like we, we just went, we went like, like yeah. through everything. Um, um, but no, hundred percent recommend yeah. everyone read this book. Yes. Like it doesn't matter like what part of your 20s you're in like you should read this book um and if you do like please tell like talk to me and Nikita about it because it's like we both love this book like I have told so many friends to read this book and I'm like I want to like discuss this book like Mm -hmm. um I mean we gave like a very like high level overview I feel like but they're trying to go a little depth but not really because we want y'all to read it read it yeah like you should definitely read it and like there's just like so many like concepts in there that are like so relatable and it's just like fun to hear like everyone's thoughts because it's like we're all going through the same things but just in different ways um so yes read the book tell us if you like it or just like if i don't know if you just want to talk about the book whatever yeah and to end it to be honest there's no wrong or right way to live your life at the end of the day but be intentional and remember that only you can decide your life no one else can do it for you it's on your terms and it's how you choose to live it in case anyone didn't know apparently nikita is now a philosopher okay whatever (laughs) just trying to you know give people some advice but yes we will link the personality test as well and we will honestly we'll link a book like how to buy the book and stuff on amazon because that's where we bought it i mean she bought a kindle but yeah kindles by amazon (laughs) okay yeah that's true that's true oops okay (laughs) anyway ruined the nice ending the huge so on brand <laughs> there we go i get so excited when my so friends on say on brand because i always say that like ah oh, anyway okay bye guys bye <laughs>